like to do like a Dell commercial or like a voiceover. You were like the Dell voice. Okay, wait, we need to just roll on this. And I, okay, here it's all happening. You guys, welcome to Ghosted Stories. It's Chelsea, and Erin is on a top secret mission. No, she's not. She just had a schedule conflict. My co-host, Erin. Our guest is looking at me like, wait a minute, who's this mysterious other person you're talking about? <laughs> She'll be back next week. But I'm so, so, so excited to have some one-on-one -on -one time with one of my faves. We have Tessa Albertson. <laughs> it's me. And so we're once again crashing in an office at MTV that I shouldn't be doing personal things in. But no one's kicked me out yet. Yeah. My boss walked by last time we were doing it here and just kind of waved like, oh, Chelsea, just doing cute things that have nothing. All right. Have a great night. Um, no, it's super legit. <laughs> I, I'm, I really love that I'm staring at a cutout of um, Zac Efron, I want to guess, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You are correct. Um, I, can I say in all sincerity, <laughs> there's just so much weird shit around this office that, that n I've been in this conference room so many times and that never registered. Like, that just didn't even register to me as a thing. But yeah, it's like cardboard cutouts of... Yeah. I of can't Bay wait Washington to try it out. I can't <laughs> Should we wait. get our picture later and then Definitely. send it and then we'll post it on Instagram? Absolutely. It's like one of those things where you like push your face through and like your face is... Dwayne the Rock Johnson's face okay let's talk about you that's enough about, about this conference room although it's very <laughs> visually stimulating it's all I've ever wanted um <laughs> okay so Tessa you yes. amongst many talents most of our listeners probably know you as playing Caitlin on the TV land series younger the beloved younger series yes and that's how we met well, I think I talked about on the podcast over the summer I was uh writing on the Facebook live pre-show for younger so that's yeah. how we became acquainted that's how we met. and I was like you are obligated to do my podcast <laughs> because you're so fun um that was so much fun that was the day after my 22nd birthday yes it was the day after your birthday so it was wild like I had partied you know as you do on well, your yeah. 22nd birthday a little too hard of course um but it was great you know I was with my friend Noah um, before I, I came to the set and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I look like it was my 22nd birthday yesterday. He's <laughs> you like, look great. No, he's like, no way. <laughs> he's like, Tessa, you just have to walk in there and like, you know, there's going to be hair and makeup provided. Thank God. <laughs> and just say like, guys, here's the sitch. Like, listen, make me beautiful. Well, I mean, they definitely did, but you already were and <laughs> you were, you were the best. Thank um, you. Okay, so so many things I want to dig into. I want to talk about, is this conference room vibrating slightly? Um, I think they're doing work above us. Yeah, they're doing work above us. It's like a light vibration. Me, you know? <laughs> it's making me feel like I should be doing work below some, like above someone else. Right. You know, like below us. We should be like moving stuff around. Totally. You know? or, like, it kind of just adds like, um, it makes it feel higher stakes somehow. Yeah. Like I feel like we're in a, a podcast gauntlet where like, challenge you know challenging things are going to start to happen around us yeah i saw assassination nation on sunday i did too oh my on God, sunday i think i saw it on saturday okay that would have been <laughs> crazy um but like i'm i'm a little traumatized it was yeah if you listeners have you haven't seen assassination nation I, we won't give you any spoilers but would you would you recommend it how about then that i i would recommend it i, think I would too um my best friend played the hacker the one who no way yeah who got waterboarded oh my god I know and like you know That's I'm crazy. an actor so I should know that it's movie magic but I like actually like, it looks like he got waterboarded you're like stop waterboarding him I it I was mean, horrifying that was actually horrifying. that like was a disturbing scene to watch actually 
Yeah. I would say it's all just really horrifying. Yeah. Um, Very gratuitous violence. Also, like, just, like, real life uh, situations and, like, social commentary that are horrifying in and of themselves in addition to, like, the graphic violence. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I I saw it with one of my friends at school and we were both a little surprised of, like, how many nudes, like, teenage girls actually take and send people. Yeah. And I was like, you know, like this movie takes place in Salem, you know, right. I, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many girls out there who do take nudes, right. even though like may, maybe I wasn't raised to do that. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. or at least don't have your face in it. Right. You know? Right. No <laughs> defining character. I know. No That's defining characters. Yeah. I definitely think I'm on the more maybe like prude scale in terms totally. of that. And I don't know if it's my age. I don't know if it's just like, yeah, whatever, just my brain chemistry. But, um, to me, it is crazy how it seems, but like maybe it's not. That's why I mean, you would have a better perspective on it than than I do, being like closer yeah. maybe to the, to the age. Like, is it as like out there and like prevalent that like all teenage girls have tons of nudes on their phones as much as like they would have a picture of their cat, or is it overblown in like the media? Yeah, I really, I really just like I. It seems wild. Well, to me. I share an iCalendar account with my mother, okay. so she um. always knows what I'm doing. <laughs> no, not in like a not right. in like a helicopter way, but I just feel like <laughs> she'll just text me, being like, "You're going to the dermatologist today. Like, why didn't you tell me?" Right, um, right, right. So I'm I'm afraid that she would like. Yeah, the, you she'd know, get in there somehow. She'd get in there yeah. somehow. I also have like this like um, theory in my head that I'm going to be a Oscar award winning actress one day. Hundred um, percent. So I don't need my face in anything you like that. I th- I don't even have those types of aspirations, and I think about that stuff. You like, know, I just wouldn't. Like, I I just don't want to know. I just don't want to know that's out there. Yeah, that like, was, I just I think that was don't one of my, know exists. my favorite parts of the movie, though. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but um, Bella Thorne's character is a bad, bad friend. Yes. And she has some nudes of her friend that yep. she's been circulating. Yeah. And Maude Apatow walks into the cheerleading rehearsal with a baseball bat mm-hmm. and gives mm-hmm. her a good swing. <laughs> and that was my favorite part. That was my favorite part. Yeah. It was so funny. It was very satisfying. Yeah. It was but like also cathartic. like, fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, go watch Assassination Nation. Tweet at us. Tell us what you think. And then also maybe email us, ghostedstoriespodcast at gmail.com. And don't send us nudes. Mm. But just like if you have a take, if you're a younger listener or like you have information about how prevalent nudes are, I don't know why I'm fascinated. I just want to know like how quickly our society is spiraling right well that's also like what kind of upset (laughs) me about the movie is that like the main character lily the two men like the two love interests in her life were horrible to her yeah and she you know she narrates the movie so she's saying like this is all i've known right this This is these are the only people that have like ever told me i'm beautiful even though like five minutes later they like smack me like yeah so that was really upsetting yeah anyway now now when i hear like (laughs) things moving above me I'm like it's a man coming coming to attack me they're coming to punish us for being such sluts (laughs) um beautiful (laughs) (laughs) okay so let's I mean I want to talk about a lot of things like I said I want to talk about like just I mean your your whole your history how you got to where you are but before we do that let's work backwards and can I ask you some just like um gratuitous fangirl questions please about your experience on Younger 
if you guys don't watch Younger, you're sincerely missing out. I'm not getting paid to say this. Like, it's just, it's a great show. It's, like, so addictive and and bingeable. Um, But you work with so many just, like, iconic Iconic. people, right? First of all, um, a a woman that I know you were a fan of from (laughs) a young age, Hilary Duff is one of the stars of the show. And you had an interesting, like, I guess a connection to Hillary before you started being her coworker. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever told her to her face because I'm still trying to like play it cool, but <laughs> I had a Lizzie McGuire themed birthday party Amazing. in first grade. Um, Amazing. Yeah. She, I mean her character, her story taught me everything I know. The iconic bra shopping episode yes. when her mom wants to go bra shopping with her and she's embarrassed because like you know the other cool girls are just going by themselves right. which is like bs because they're definitely getting bras that don't fit them correctly right yeah i definitely never i mean you don't go bra shopping for the first time ever just no unless you want to drop like 50 plus dollars at victoria's secret for no yeah reason. that's a, that's a good point yeah, yeah. that's really cheap yeah um anyway i was obsessed with Hillary Duff, so were all of my friends. Metamorphosis, so an incredible album. Um, so is that, though, a weird moment to meet her? Or was it almost like, I can't even put this together, it just feels like this is a Hillary person who's my coworker, and Lizzie McGuire is some other thing I was... Right. I was, like, so overstimulated in the first, <laughs> um, in the pilot read-through, because, you know, well... I was just stunned by Debbie Mazar. Oh my God, um, Debbie. Because I've just been like seeing her everywhere and being like, oh my gosh, that is like a 1940s Hollywood actress look. Like she's got that like heart shaped face, like those eyes, those like everything about her is just like stunning. The personality, the attitude. like. And I like watched Entourage recently. Like I'd been like binging Entourage. Right. So I was like, oh my gosh. I never got into that. So I always forget that that was like one of her sort of like yeah. calling cards like she yeah. was the publicist and yeah. i mean she i don't know if she's ever had to drop her accent right she has like this like thick brooklyn right, right. accent it just always is like part of her character yeah yeah um so but yeah when i saw hillary um i was like peeing in my pants um <laughs> she smells amazing she looks amazing she's so sweet she just seems like she's the most i bet she was on the the getting younger um pre-show this summer Mm -hmm. but it was so it was like the finale episode so there was like multiple guests on and there were so many executives it was like a madhouse so I barely I just like said hi to her yeah that's how even in that moment I was like I can tell you're lovely yeah I get pissed because like my character is only really in scenes with um, my mom who's Sutton Foster Mm -hmm. and Debbie just got like into Josh being like around right right Um, right Nico there Tortorella. was like yeah there was one Nico Tortorella. um <laughs> there was one scene this past uh season where i'm like at josh's opening of his tattoo parlor yeah and molly and hillary are in that scene but they're like on the other side of the bar or the tattoo parlor right, right. so i just like it's i had that one moment where i was in the same room as them but so I never, that's right and then yeah. not even standing beside them um do you, yeah right Nico so many people on the show Nico I'm like reminded yeah. of everybody have do you, you been to one of his poetry readings I haven't oh, but it's so readings. funny he so yeah Nico Tortorella he plays Josh in the series they um they oh my god thank you so much it's, yes. it's recent gender neutral pronouns gender neutral it is so hard to retrain your brain yeah you know what I mean yeah 
But I think about it. I was talking to um, Taylor Strecker, who's the was the host of Getting Younger, Love um, her. amazing, and she, she when when Nico was going to be a guest, um, and then after he had just you know decided to use gender neutral pronouns. Mm-hmm we were going through the script and we were both like slipping up every two seconds. Like, yeah. so then he, I mean, they, it's yeah. like, it's one of those things where your brain just, it's so ingrained in us. Yeah. It's, a it's so ingrained in us. Um, and a lot of my friends at school are starting to, um, identify as like non-binary. Yeah. Um, they pronouns, um, it gets really tricky too. Cause some people are like she or they, right. You know, right. Um, but my friend told me just to try to always say their actual name when you're still like starting out. So that's what Taylor and I decided yeah. to do then. I was like, just like, just say Nico. Just say, like, Nico, just say Nico until right. you feel more comfortable right. and confident. Until yeah. it becomes more of like, yeah. I think about it too when, um, I feel like it's sort of a colloquial way to write. I feel like people more often than they realize will use they if you're texting <laughs> or writing do you know what i mean yeah because so, yeah. it's just kind of like oh and then they were da, 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 but it's not as much i don't think spoken out loud anyway so yes. nico um i have not been to a nico poetry reading but first it came up somehow and just like on my social media and event like one of those things and i was like oh my god he's yeah. doing poetry no they are doing poetry have you been Yes, I went with my best friend Noah. Um, it. It's funny because both my boyfriend and my best friend's name are Noah. Um, <laughs> oh my god, does that ever get confusing? Have you ever had any like sitcom mishaps with that? Um, luckily, like I haven't like accidentally I haven't like switched up texts or anything. Right. Um, but I definitely like will be you know telling a story to one of my best friends. Right. Um, and like trying to like ask for advice or something and the whole time they like thought that I was talking about the other <laughs> Noah and it's like totally different you know like wait suck his dick how <laughs> dare you how dare you oh no <laughs> <laughs> was it just practice are people doing that now yeah no so that's like the one thing um what are we talking about um Nico poetry oh yeah so I went with him and it was super fun. It was really funny though because like a lot of like younger fans, yeah. like a lot of like oh I'm sure women come because come. they love Nico as Josh or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then his poetry, they walked their poetry is really like, racy too, right? Yes. So like you might, if some younger fans might not be expecting that, right? They walked out wearing this like turban, wow. and there was like a gong, and it was just like so funny to like see these like younger fans be like Josh. <laughs> Josh, where are you? <laughs> but it's like, no, Josh is not here that's right so now. Josh is no, no more. Yeah. Um, that's really funny. The other person I have to ask you about, uh, not well, this person is wonderful. We were talking about him on the elevator, Peter Herman. Yes. Angel of a man. Yes. However, and I feel like this is like his cross to bear, and I feel uh-huh. like he, he gets this all the time and is used to it. I want to know if his lovely wife, Mariska Hargitay, Mariska Hargitay ever Mariska came Hargitay. to set. She is my everything. Yeah, like no, you guys I don't know. She, Olivia Benson and Olivia Benson and Law and Order SVU. I always thought like that's who I want to be my aunt. Hundred percent. Olivia Benson. Hundred you know, percent. I want her to like crouch next to me when I'm crying yes. and be like, "It's okay. You gotta. You just gotta tell me what happened. Okay. I just know what to say." Um, I don't think she's ever been 
She probably has been. I don't do any this, scenes with Charles. Oh, right. That's um, a good point. So I've like done you... one scene with Charles. Spoiler alert. If you aren't caught up, it's yeah. your fault at this point. <laughs> at this point, it's on you. Yeah. Um, but she, I did get to meet her at a premiere party, which was very fun. Was she just everything you would imagine? I mean, it, it just, yeah. It's, I don't know how I, you know when you just see someone and you're like, oh, you've spent your life like behind a camera or in front of a camera is yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Because you're yeah. just like perfect yeah 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 and they're both so tall um so is she tall too yeah that's interesting it's really funny because every time that i see peter he he's a hugger and i'm a hugger too but it's just like i always just like get filled with like not like dread but just like oh god what's gonna happen this time because hugging peter is like it just doesn't look good. Like, I'm two feet shorter <laughs> right, than him. Right. So it's always, like, either he's going to... I want to, like, you know, I want to, I wanna like, put my arms, like, above him so it's, like, a real hug. It's not one of those, like, You're, like, weird, lifted like, off the ground. Yeah, like, yeah. He's, like, crouching, like, pick me up. He's, like, my big friendly giant or something. It's just, like, all right, that was cool. No. If you, like, look at, like, cast photos on the red carpet, yeah, I'm standing next to him in one, and I just, like... I'm so clearly like, oh, like she's like the daughter on the, she's the child on the show. There's no way she's like, and like one of their friends <laughs> right. or something. Right, right, right. Because I look right. like a little goblin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like a little goblin. <laughs> um, okay, so tell us, Mariska is mostly the person I want to ask you about. <laughs> full, disco- full disclosure. So, so tell us, because I mean, you've, you've accomplished so much at still such a young age. Oh, you d- you, and you. You've done like the stage and the screen. <laughs> I don't know. I, I felt like I had to say it in a theater voice. You can't say, like, the stage yeah, yeah, unless you say it like that. No, I mean, I think life's too short to not say it like that <laughs> is my is what I've learned. Um, so tell us, that just, yeah, give us the brief life story here. Yeah, brief life story. Um, I grew up in New York City nice. on the Upper West Side, Upper West Side Jew, born and raised, love it there. <laughs> um, and my family was, like, a big baseball family. So oh, growing up, I was like, cool, not great at this, but, like, I can do this until I find, like, my thing. Right, right. And um, I'd always been, like, good at, like, playing, like, house and stuff okay. with my friends. Then I went to sleepaway camp when I was eight, turning nine. All right. And I'm a summer baby. I'm August 13th. Oh, my gosh. Um, And I got the lead in the musical, which was, like, crazy because I was – in one of the youngest cabins in the camp. So I was like, okay, maybe this is my thing. It was like the 75th anniversary of my summer camp, but all wicked music with the lyrics changed to be about my summer camp. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, it was pretty wild. summer camp thing to do. Yeah, so so I got to sing Defying Gravity, but it was about like- Oh, amazing. A camp. And (laughs) did you know, I mean like, did you know you could sing? Had you, like, did you, or like, did you sing in the shower? Were you like formally trained? I guess, so this is um, back when we used to have like Walkmans and stuff. Yeah. And um, on long car rides, like to camp and stuff, I would always just like envision myself in a music video, you know, like listening to Britney Spears and stuff. 100%. And I was like, this is like- I like still do that. Yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think like I, I think I was like, I could be good at singing but I hadn't like seen a voice teacher or anything yet right. so I didn't have that technique right and I don't think it was just like what was in you they're starting yeah. to drill through the ceiling I think so oh just God. FYI the for men listeners. are coming for us <laughs> <laughs> assassination um, so scary it really is um, they're all wearing masks in, in the movie too oh which my is god it's like horrifying <laughs> now they truly are just it's fine at, when I record at home my cats are like 
in heat, like yowling in the background, and then here we have construction, yeah. and you know, <laughs> we can't. Wait. Um, so then I, I was like, okay, this is probably my thing. But, but your family thought, or like in your family, like being an athlete was more of like in the. It's because I have an older brother. Got it. Okay. I have an okay. older. I have. He's five years older, and he was like a diehard Yankees fan. Got it. So we had. So like not as if tickets. Yeah. that was just like more the chit chat in the house, or like what the vibe was. Yeah. So it wasn't. Yeah. So but that was my, kind of in. That was just then kind of in your brain. Like right. oh yeah. Yeah. Like we got would it. all go to Yankees games together. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, truly. I'm. I should we. I think away? it's inspiring because we're like fighting against. I mean, this is just like the constant reminder of the patriarchy, <laughs> and we're gonna continue to do this podcast. Well, I'm in wondering. Spite of that. I mean, truly, but I'm also wondering if they're literally gonna bang like that. I don't want to make us like get up and walk. But there is another conference room right over. Yeah. Is it worth it? Should we just do that? Sure. All right, let's pause. We're back. We chose to um, just move away from the <laughs> men attacking us. I mean, that was like, I don't even know if I fully realized. I mean, I could tell it was loud, but even like, since I have these over the ear headphones in, right. I think it was slightly like muted. Right. And then when I took them off, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Well, do you know what um, happened to me this morning? Tell me. Um, I woke up to the sound of like screeches, like, <laughs> and I was like, okay, whatever, not my problem. Um, and then I got in the shower and all of a sudden it was like, you know, I was like, I'd wash my body onto my hair, onto my face and the screeching started happening in my dorm. I I live in a fucking dorm. Can you believe that? I'm like, I thought I had outgrown this, but (laughs) I'm living in a dorm because living off campus is too expensive. Sure. And yeah, I'm in college right now. Oh my God. Wild. Um, and I was like, F no. It's 9.30 and it's raining outside. Right. I'm not going to just go outside right. I'm like my, there was a fire drill. <gasps> yeah. They were doing fire drills in each oh dorm building God. one by one. So what would have, or like did someone come around through the floor as like, get the fuck out. Like, yeah. They, oh and I God. was like, I need to put clothes on. Right. Like I don't feel comfortable <laughs> like going outside right now in a towel. Right. right. And like, this is like a co-ed dorm. Yeah. They're like, yeah. you know, boys. I'm not going to call them men because yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. They're definitely Dignify boys. Them. They're definitely boys. Um, but that was wild. So that oh was how God. I started my morning, was having a fire <sighs> drill. And so I put on sweatpants and a sweatshirt and my sneakers halfway and walked out at the dorm building. It was raining. No. Yeah. So I've been interrupted a lot today. This is actually, like Chelsea. <laughs> quite the day. OK, so that was just par for the course for you. OK, so you like stole the show at summer camp <laughs> and you were like, this could be a thing. Yeah, so then I got back to New York, and I was like, Mom, I want to do this. Um, And how old were you at this point? I was nine. Okay. And so I took some acting classes, and I started taking dance classes at Broadway Dance Center. Nice. I used to go there all the time. Yeah, lots of, like, you know, Mary Poppins kids, Grinch kids, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang kids, Little Mermaid kids. Oh, my God. Um, And they referred this management to me. They were like there's an open call for our management if you're interested in like doing this professionally and at the same time I was taking this acting class with Diane Harden who's this like amazing bi-coastal yeah um acting teacher her daughter's Melora Harden who's Jan in the office and like was also in Transparent um she's great anyway it was like a week it was a weekend um but she pulled my mom aside at the end with me and was like would you ever let would you ever consider letting Tessa do this professionally? My mom was like, well, we actually 
have like a callback for this management because at this point I'd gotten I'd gone through like one round where I had to be like doing a commercial about jam or something that was like the first round of auditions it's like yeah jam child stars man (laughs) (laughs) they're just like us (laughs) raving about jam jam. yeah they eat jelly (laughs) what's the difference um and i don't think there is one right it's a secret right um and she the acting teacher happened to know the manager and was like good friends with no her. No way. Yeah. So she said she put in a good word for me and then I got a manager. Serendipity. And once you have like a manager yeah. and an, an agent, which I got a little, a few years later, it was yeah. like, you get the fancy yeah. auditions. You yeah. Know? They get you in the door. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm a nerd. I don't think I'll ever not be like, I love learning. I love like being creative. Um, so being at like school was always kind of like a yes for me like um and my mom's parents are both professors so like whenever I get a job they're always like oh cool what about school what are you doing about school right 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 right. um which is why like I don't think going I mean I don't know college was kind of like this weird thing because I was like I'll go to Princeton but I won't go anywhere else (laughs) so I applied there early and then I got in and I was like that's the only where you wanted the only place you wanted to go I mean, it just felt like I, I would go to other colleges, but I would be okay. Like, it was it was fun because I didn't want to go somewhere in New York because it's like all yeah. I had known. Right. And Princeton is like an hour, hour and a half, depending right. on like what time you take the train. Right. Um. So I was like, okay, this could be cool for me because it's like a new, it's different, it's yeah. a different setting. Totally. But if I have a last minute audition, you're I not can too come far. A hundred percent. You know, yeah. people were saying yeah. like, LA is tough because there's so much traffic. Yep. Um. Yep. And so go to like Columbia or NYU or Pace, right? Um, or Princeton. So I applied early to Princeton, and they have an incredible financial aid program. Oh, nice! They are committed to every student graduating debt free. So what? For really? An aspiring actor. That's like that's <laughs> huge. Yeah, that's huge, crazy. Huge. So I got in early action. And I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> Check. Like we're going. Um, and yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm already halfway through. I can do this. You can 100 percent do this. It's just you like can you do know. anything. Thank you, Chelsea. You're welcome. Tessa. So that's, that's uh, now I'm kind of at the point where like I mean, so yeah, I I I was in Shrek the Musical on Broadway when I was 13 with Sutton Foster. With Sutton Foster, who now is you work with on Younger. That's so what a weird like yeah. and people full don't circle know thing. That. And um, she wasn't like at the callback or anything at the audition. I had mentioned it to the casting director like in the first round, Bonnie Finnegan. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy Sutton's getting her own show. This like is so perfect for her. Um, but oh then I messaged her when I got it on Facebook and she had no idea. Wait, Sutton Foster had no idea that I had booked it. That, oh my God. Yeah. I thought at first you meant that she had. I'm like, they Sutton didn't know that she had booked mm-hmm. it? <laughs> that would be wild. That would be like real Hollywood stories right there. They don't tell you. <laughs> like, wait, a show? I'm the I'm the star. Um so what would like when you get the audition? Did you know who, like, from the very first time you went in, did you know who that Sutton was associated, that Hillary was associated? Is it just like, oh, it's this TV land show, like, here's your sides, go, like... Yeah, no, they give you, like, project information of, like, where it's shooting, when the start date is, 
um, who else is what attached? The is like, and, yeah, yeah, who's attached? Yeah. So I saw Sutton and Hillary were attached, those and you were, were like, like the two names. This and Darren works Star. for me. Darren Star. How yeah. could we not? Yeah, this yeah. is a uh, a Darren Star also of Sex and the City yeah. creation fame. Mm-hmm. Created younger. I didn't even know this until I was working on the the younger pre-show this summer and doing research on him. I had no idea that he also created like 90210 yeah. Melrose Place. So basically like every iconic yeah. television show was no, created by Darren Star. And I like watched Sex and the City from beginning to oh end in the past year. I just yes. went like one by one by one. Love it. And it really informed my understanding of younger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. Because yeah. there's definitely, I mean, Sex in the City-esque like themes and totally tones and vibes yeah yeah uh, what did you what did you think was that your first time watching it binging it was like i'd like seen it here and there you know yeah. just like on hbo and stuff right um but i i really liked it i mean it's definitely like a project of its time of course you know? it's like a little time capsule um, but uh, i feel I like so it. much of it still holds up though i it mean does. just like the broad themes and like yeah, yeah and just the idea that like there are so many weirdos in new york yes like dating is so tough yeah. anywhere because like things could be going right and then all of a sudden there's like this huge red flag and you're like all right it was like really good until I figured like that's what my dad always says um when like you know a guy lets me down or something he'll be like well at least you found out now yeah 100% which is a great segue into talking about what we came here to talk about Mariska Hargitay. Just kidding. Mariska so, Hargitay. Um, <laughs> okay, so before we get into some of your ghosted stories, mm-hmm. um, two segments every guest must do. First, in case people are just, have been in hibernation, they were hiding out in fear of the apocalypse and are just now listening to this podcast for the first time. Thank you also for making this your post-apocalyptic choice of a Welcome. podcast. Um, but if people have not seen you Tell them who would play you in your Lifetime movie so that they can envision you in their oh, mind's eye. Wow. Meaning, which is weird. We haven't had many, like we have comedians, <laughs> another story, but we haven't had very many actors on. So it's like you yeah. could play yourself. Basically, like who's your doppelganger? Do you get anybody? Right. Um, <laughs> um, I'm wondering... Because I don't know why the first thing that came to my head was Anna Ferris. Okay, um, yeah. Because I kind of just like love what she's it. about. Like yeah. I love I love playing dumb blondes because I, I love like um, being like a little self-aware right. of like this is what you think when you look at me that like I'm just totally. going to be like airy and whatever and spacey. Right. Um, and I love how she portrays that. Um, also... I love Elle Fanning, <laughs> so I'd be honored if she played me in anything. <laughs> That's a good one, too. I like both of those. Yeah. Right. I don't... I'm oh wondering, gosh, like, my doppelganger... I've gotten, like, Emily Blunt recently. Really? Yeah, which I'm very flattered about. That's a huge compliment. Yeah, it I, is. <laughs> I mean, you're both very good looking, but I don't... I mean, I guess... Right? I guess I, don't, I can... I would have never gone there, but I suppose I could see it now that you said yeah, it. Yeah, I also get Sarah Paxton. Okay, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Liv Ullman, though. I don't know if you know that. I don't know. She's don't... a 1960s Swedish actress, and she's actually my doppelganger. Or I'm her doppelganger okay. because she came before me. Sure, sure. Yeah. No, but I'm going to you ever, Google her. I'll, yeah, I'll show you a picture after we're done because it's crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, so you have lots of options. Yeah. For when they make a Lifetime movie about you. Don't you feel that way? I feel like, I don't know, people are just 
they kind of just put blondes in like a category yeah. same way that they put like brunettes in a category redheads yeah. it's like oh like you look it's like i don't actually really look like amanda seyfried or like <laughs> emily blunt i just like have blue eyes and blonde hair you know? that's like me and anyone with bangs like when yeah. katie perry got bangs it was like you look so katie i don't like she's she just a brunette with bangs she did she is my doppelganger. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, okay, fantastic. And before then you go into your stories, give us a little bit relationship history, like, so we, and yeah. we know where you were at when we, when yeah. we hear these stories. So, um, as I said, I grew up in New York City, um, which meant that I grew up kind of fast, you know, like yeah. I learned how to take the subway with friends yeah. at like 12 or 13. Wow. Um, so Which makes sense, the, but when you, know, you think then, looking so back wild. on like what a twelve or thirteen year old is like, and think that you guys are just like hopping on the subway, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's so different than like my cousins who like live in LA, right? And, like still have their parents drive them to yeah. parties at sixteen. Absolutely. <laughs> I hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> um, I mean, it's great. Follow your own journey. Follow your own path. Right. Um, right. But yeah, so um, I never. I just had like a lot of freedom, and I felt like I was raised by great people so yeah. I like knew how to not abuse that um but yeah. it, like I could party um I had some like best friends who were a little bit older than me so I could like go out with them um other actors so like we would like hang out with the cast or like um my uh one of my like very close family friends is like in a punk band nice so I would like you know stay up late and like go to like, like punk shows that's and, like, fun yeah, it was fun. It was really fun, except um, fake IDs. Oh, my God, they're the worst. <laughs> uh, I have, like, a bouncer phobia now because, like, I've had just experiences of, like, you know, I get it. It's a, it's it's tough to be a bouncer, and, like, nobody wants to deal right. with, like, drunk people. Right. But I just, I guess it's, like, that, like, when, like, an older man shouts at, like, a young woman, you know what I mean? I'm just like, oh my god! Like, mm -hmm. are you feel comfortable calling me like a fucking idiot and like a piece of shit? You know, people bouncers have called you that Literally. because you have a fake ID. They're like, get the fuck out of here! You like, you think like, you think that you're smarter than me? And I'm like, oh my mm -hmm. god! Yeah, like a, a simple like entry not granted. Yeah, and would it have just been like, fine. It sucks because if you go. Like, I would say farther than 10 blocks away from your house. It's just such a disappointment when you're like, well, yeah. my night's over. <laughs> and, and exactly. Then you hop on the subway. And like, this and was not me at like 13 or 12. This is me at like 17, right, 18. Right, right, like, come right. on. You know? Fake ID. And that, I mean, because I'm in the other category where like I grew up in a small town. And there was, mm -hmm. I mean, we like, I don't even know, had like barely one bar. Um <laughs> So I, and I went to college in a small town too. I wouldn't even know the first thing of like who to turn to to get a fake ID. It's and so dumb. Obviously in the city, it's so much easier, I'm sure. It is. is it like, how do you like, learn? It's so expensive. Is there like, it's like a guy? Is it like, or at this point, like you, you get it online? I mean, Well, the important thing is that it's, um, you should use your actual name because if it's like, it's a way bigger deal to use um, like a real ID of someone else because that's right. like felon. It's like a felony because wow. it's like identity fraud. Holy shit! As opposed to just like having like something that's like fake, but and it's just like, like still change you. your birthday. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so that costs more. Wow. Um, yeah. I I just like and then it got to a point where like when I was when I turned twenty, I was like just so lazy. I was yeah. like I don't care anymore. So I would like go to like my friends' shows and stuff right. and. 
not be allowed in certain spaces because you had to be 21 and up. Right. And they'd be like, why don't you just use your fake? And I'd be like, I just don't have the energy. <laughs> I don't have the energy to lie. I don't have the energy to like hold my breath while they look at my ID, look back at me, look at my ID, ask right. me what my birthday is, ask me where I live, what's my zip code. It's like, oh my God, I'm 20, are, deal with it. Are there any things on a fake ID that are like a clear, I mean, I guess it depends on like who made your fake ID. If it's like <laughs> yeah. clearly a fake or if it's like, oh, this one's pretty good. Right. I mean, uh, I would, I mean, you want like the barcode to be real, right? right? You want it to be right. like scan, right? I never scanned, <laughs> um, like the holograph or whatever. Oh, right, all those things. There's so many, things. yeah, so many new things, why which is why I'm just so learn? happy that I'm over twenty at this point because it's just getting harder and harder to yeah. make them. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. So I would like, you know, I had like my flings. Um, I was so. I, you know, I'm, I'm an actor, so I feel hard. Yeah. You know, so if yeah. I like meet someone and I feel like we have a connection, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> Where are you? I know we hung out yesterday, but like, let's hang out again. You know, um, I don't think I'm insane. I just think that I like, kn- you know, know what I want. Sure. It's like, but that is what an insane person would say. <laughs> but I agree with you. <laughs> just kidding. You're totally right, Chelsea. I'm sorry to scream into your microphone. No, you're fine. Um, um, so I 100% get that. I'm the same way. It's just like when you, I don't know, I think most people are that way, even if they don't want to admit it, right? Yeah. When you're excited, you're just like, well, let's hang out again next week. Like, what are you doing on yeah. Thursday? Like, yeah, just. Yeah. And like, you know, it's fun growing up in New York because it is like such a wider pool than yep. most people are exposed mm-hmm. to. So like, if stuff doesn't go well, doesn't mean you have to like see them everywhere right you know? right yeah um, that's a good point there's a little bit more anonymity yeah which i would argue also could make it Tough. where we are today where then everyone thinks that they can do whatever they want and yeah. treat people however yeah because they might never see them again because now i'm in college, right. college, college, college. <laughs> and that's like really how many people like how many people matriculate at princeton um there's 1300 in my class okay. so times four so not that's like big. around six thousand yeah. people it's not that big yeah, it's not that huge. um but like i you'd be surprised like i walk by like a flood of like frat boys or like jocks and i'm yeah. just like i never cross paths with you, you? Yeah. i've never seen you before right you know right um and that yeah <laughs> it's just like it y- you kind of have to trust your gut that you're meeting the right people right you know um right but ghosting at a col- like on a college campus is really funny <laughs> because you do run into them. You know, like if you like, met them when you were out, then right. like they're probably the person that goes out right. sometimes to that know? same place or with that party with those people. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The best is if they eat at the same dining hall as you because then you <laughs> see them in the morning. <sighs> And it's like, I can't even, I mean, I can ghost you, but it's just so much more shameless. Right. You know? So is that how, well, well, first of yeah. so you though, you're in a relationship now. I am. Yeah. How did you meet? Um, well, it kind of got to the, so I, my brother and my, I'm just going to take it back one step. Go. My brother and my, um, and his partner, they're, it's his girlfriend, uh-huh. but they've been together for eight years. So they're like, we're like more than boyfriend, girlfriend. Sure. We're partners. Sure. Um, they met sophomore year of college. So oh. 
little fuckers they put it in my brain like in the back of my subconscious yeah, like uh-huh, i'm uh-huh. gonna meet my yeah. one and only at college just like yeah. them but it's so easy <laughs> um and then like got to college i took a gap year so, and yeah. like i was already old for my grade so i started college 20 is that true wow um wild and <laughs> i was like that's old for college a lot of people are like 18 when yeah they start. 18 19 18 19 yeah um and i i soon learned that so many boys at princeton um have spent most of their lives just trying to get into like a or most of their like young adulthood trying to get into like a good school that they had to kind of sacrifice their emotional maturity development sure Sure. um so that was like you know just a lot of people were like i'm too busy like i don't have time right now to like commit like which I think is, I don't know, I guess I kind of felt like that was dumb. Or like, I uh, I it got to a point where I, um there was this f- uh, philosopher, Nancy Frazier, who I was like interviewing for um, this like feminist feminism class I was taking, 1960s feminism to the present. Awesome. And I was like on the phone with her and I think like some guy had like stopped answering my texts or something at the time. Um, so, you know, pretty soon I was like, Hey, you're like a feminist philosopher. Do you have any like relationship advice? (laughs) (laughs) I know that we're like talking about like, you know, you know, solving world equality and whatnot, but like, how do I meet a nice guy? (laughs) (laughs) How do I meet someone that will just, yeah. And keep in mind, she's like, I think she's in her sixties or seventies. Was she into it? Or like, did she have like thoughtful things? She was like, here's what I'll say do what you're interested in, do what interests you, and you'll meet people eventually who have the same values and interests as you. I mean, that's And that's one day you'll valid. meet someone who, like, you know, appreciates you for who you are, meaning, like, you know, what you are passionate about. Right, yeah. That is, that's such, I mean, that's great advice. <laughs> Thank you, Nancy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nancy. Yeah. Yeah. Because you want someone that sees, it shares your passions or, like, appreciates you for you, like, admires you for yours. and Yeah. Yeah. So I'm... I'm currently with this guy who I met while doing a play. Um, nice. He's a playwright, um, and he lives in he lives in New York, which is like it's nice. Do you like having dating someone who's in sort of the same field? Or, I do. Yeah. I think um, I haven't pressured him to write anything for me yet, which I think is good because <laughs> um, I want him to know that I you know love him for who he is sure. and not for what but, he can do for me. But also, you need. <laughs> To make him write something for you. <laughs> um, but he's really talented. That was kind of like, that was a Sex and the City moment for me. Um, where I, he, we had been like dating for like a few months. And he was like, hey, I have like a draft of this, of like a play. Do you mind if I, do you like, do you want to read it? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, oh my God, Desi, like if you don't, if you think it's, it's not like if you don't like it. If you think it's bad, it's over. Right. Like you can't right. date right. someone if you don't respect don't their, respect their artistry, talents, you know? I know. It's so true. Um, it's so true. And I read it and I liked it. I thought it was like well done. Like I thought he was talented. So that was like such a really like, sure. Yeah, but it's just so nice to like go to plays with him. Like I feel like I was used to, I don't know. It's like, mm, I don't know. It's like, you know, boys are just like, come over. They're like, right. you up? Like want to like Netflix and chill? Right. And it was like nice. We would like go to plays together and then like talk about them after, you that. know? Um, so it's nice because like I feel like if you 
if the, the the guys who I've like dated who aren't involved in like theater or film find it like boring and that's just like really oh. hard for me yeah. I'm in this improv group and like <laughs> this one guy said the other day like theater's dumb theater's boring I was just what like oh my god like also are you 11 <laughs> like who says theater's dumb I would be like I would have thought the total opposite that maybe you'd have the experience that guys are like into it in like a weird superficial way we're like oh cool like you're on a show oh you're in a play cool where it's yeah. you know like you that angle know something outrageous that i did once yes at my because my friend told me to um i had like gone on like some dates with this guy like a while back and then he texted me like out of the blue being like hey like how you been like we should hang out soon or whatever and then he was like do you have a picture you can send me like i forget what you look like and I sent him a link to my IMDb page. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, suck on that. <laughs> that was a really good moment. <laughs> I was like, I have multiple That's professionally so taken photos of me. Boss. Yeah. I love that. And that was it. I don't think I responded to that. He was like, LOL. And I was like, word. <laughs> Where's your page, bro? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I love that. Um, so happily in a relationship, tell us about some times when you were unhappily dating and ghosting people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is like, okay, I have like two things. Cause okay. One is less about relationships and more just about ghosting. Sure. But I'm going to say tell the one about the ghosting first. I was saying to you earlier before we recorded, like when you told me like, Oh, like think of some like ghosting stories. I was like, I could just tell you like the, like thing that happens to me all the time when I'm single is that like you know you you meet someone like they're cool and they're like attractive and you're like this is awesome and then it's working you know like you go on a few dates and then after like I don't know a week or two it's kind of like all right yeah. I, I get that they're not texting me back as much as they used to and it's so weird because we're like in this time where like that's actually predominantly how we communicate is over text totally so it makes like a world of a difference when they don't text you as much like because yeah. that is like how you're communicating yeah you know? um but then i was like wait you've definitely ghosted people <laughs> and <laughs> i don't you know but it just doesn't well yeah it doesn't the, resonate with you because you're like all right I'll just yeah because i'm like honestly f all these like boys who think <laughs> they can ghost me but is it, is it, was it though something where you feel like there was an expectation on their end? Like, were they trying to hit you up and you were like, no, like, so like straight up leaving them hanging or what happened? I'm going to tell you a specific story. Um, I was like out with my friends and this, um, this like young man was like at the same joint as us. We were, we were seeing like live music right. and he was like so well dressed. And he came up to me. I was wearing this like um, red, white, and blue like track jacket. Okay. He was like, "Excuse me, are you on the Olympic team?" And I was like, "No, why?" And he was like, "Oh, like why would you wear that if you're not?" And I was like, "Was he nagging you? Like, was he trying to flirt, or is he just straight up like trying to be a goofball?" It seems like he was like a weirdo. Like he was, but not in, like a creepy way. Sure. He was just being like, "Oh, like why are you wearing that then Got if you're it. not on the Olympic team?" Right. Um. So I was intrigued because I was like, you can't talk to me like course, that. Like, yeah. I love it these colors. It's you like know? negging. Yeah. It's and um, we were talking and he just like, I couldn't believe how he had like kept the conversation going. Um, and he was like, well, like, where are you going now? 
and I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to, like, you know, hang out with my friends or whatever. And he's like, well, we should all go to, like, this club. And I was like, what? This, like, never happens to me. I'm not, like, spontaneous like this. Right. And I was like, uh, I'm just going to, like, stay here. And he's like, no, you're not. Let's go. <gasps> so my friends and I, we, like, went to this, like, club that was, like, I don't know, like, a five-minute walk away. But it had one of those, like, red velvet ropes Ooh. and, like, the red velvet, like, carpet thing wow. um and i felt super fancy i was like because i'm like i don't know i'm usually just like a weirdo i'm not like the hot chick at college or anything so i'm right. just kind of like am i like being that girl right now right like, am right, i that girl right so totally like, go to this like dance club with like him and like my friends i didn't want to like go without my friends right you know? no that was 100 percent yeah. the right move and it was like this great night of just like dancing and he was like buying us drinks because he was I mean he was like dressed well he was like a real estate I don't know he was like he was young though he was like okay, in his 20s okay. <laughs> I get like creeped out by like older men flirting with me because I'm like I look like I'm 16 like why are you into <laughs> me you know I'm like why are you attracted to me if you're not a pedophile right um it's valid so I yeah it's just like it's like creepy so it was like a perfect night and That's he so lived fun. um on the upper west side Perfect. So like we all like went uptown together and like we got each other's numbers and I was like you're so this is so great, um, and this is like this is where my um, exuberance doesn't come in handy because it was like the next day we were texting and he was like do you want to like come over and like watch Game of Thrones with me and we'll have like dinner or something wow. and I was like yeah like that sounds really fun yeah um, so I showed up to his. I showed up outside. Did you guys, did you guys like make out or anything that first night? We, like, we okay. Kissed, okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Hi mom. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's going to listen to this. So she's like, she's like, Tessa. Yeah. No. You're out there kissing boys. We, we like kissed and he was really cute. He was like really handsome. And he like, I'm, I'm used to like students, you know, who like can't really afford to like take me to like a club and buy me drinks right. all night. And my friends, like it was really, I was like very impressed, you know? Right. Um, and he had a dog, and dogs are expensive. <gasps> oh my God. If they it's, weren't, I would a, have one by now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, you're responsible. You're responsible. And so um, I showed up to, like, outside of his house because he had to walk his dog. Um, and I, I think I had had, like, a few glasses of wine with my mom or something. So I was kind of like, okay, like, whatever. Um, you know, he's like a little out, like, a little just, like, wavy. Sure. And I going to walk with him and it just like became so clear to me that he was just like not what I thought he was oh, um he started reciting moment. poetry to me that he had written um oh, one of God. the lines was and and every time that I would try to like interrupt and be like I actually don't need this right you're actually like drying me out right now like please don't oh talk God. about this he would like be like no, no no like I I need to finish this poem and it ended and when my heart breaks it doesn't break it shatters <laughs> and i'm like sitting on like a park bench with him no. with his beautiful dog and i'm like oh my god can i just grab this dog and go because i'm just thinking in my head like there's no way i'm going back to his apartment right now i'm watching tv with him and spending any more time with him than i have to and so i just like i just made i never do this but i was just like you know what i I think I actually I have like a lot to do to I have an audition tomorrow um which was true yeah like I think I should just go sleep I should just go home like we to, had yeah. a late night last night I have to practice I have um, to wash my hair do oh, people still use the wash my hair excuse it's like my dream my to hair. use it one day yeah <laughs> that's a good one and they know I was lying so they'd be like Chelsea you wash your hair like 
infrequently. <laughs> I think yeah, that's know. true. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that that's like something that you shouldn't do is wash your hair a lot. Yeah, I, I'm down to like weekly. I try. I try to do like weekly. Yeah. It's and also I just, just I was just working on set for something and I said it to the my the guy who was doing my hair. Yeah. And he was like, That's bullshit. <laughs> really? Yeah, he was like, Your hair is fine that like if you don't wash it, you're gonna look like a greasy mess. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, no. I, I was saving so much money by not using my shampoo. Well, that's, I more just do it because I feel like physically exhausted when I have like my hair is just like, I have a lot of yeah. it. Yeah, I feel yeah, like right. I like I'm washing my hair and then I'm drying. It takes forever to dry. Then I'm fucking flat iron. I'm like I will never get this time back. Yeah, I used to put so much more effort into how I looked at college yeah. because I was like everyone's seeing me all the time. Um, yeah. and now I just you're like I no. just don't care. Um, Literally. But that was that was just like wild to me because with this guy because I I ended up like leaving, um, not going into his apartment. Good um, for you. Good for you for having the guts because I'm really bad at that of like you know just my. You know intense what? people pleasing mm-hmm. i'll always stay for like one more drink than i really want to just because i'm mm-hmm. like oh here's what i'm gonna say life is too short you're right, you're to right, hang out you're with right, guys who Tessa. you know they're not worth your time you're so right. the thing that really speaking broke into the, my the, soul the straw on the camel's back we were talking <laughs> i don't know how it always gets this topic for me but like um how like I, <laughs> I would never like date someone who I knew was like accused of sexual assault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he Good was like out. defending. I think like a football player had just been like accused of sexual assault no, in the news or something. So we were talking about that, and, and he was like, "I I disagree." Um, he I disagree. He was African American, and he was like, "Do you think I shouldn't date you if?" Um, you wrote an essay a few years ago uh, that was like a racist essay. Do you think like that I shouldn't date you now? And I was like, I don't know. That's like <laughs> your prerogative. Right. But like, I wouldn't date someone right. who was accused of sexual assault. Right. Like, yeah. And so that was the. I was like, all right, now I definitely need to go because yeah. like you just don't understand what right. sexual assault that, is. Right. And that <laughs> yes. I was like, you think we're talking about like stealing a tomato at the grocery exactly. store? Exactly, and that's yeah. a that's a easy and also just disappointing and upsetting way to weed people out, yeah. which I think um, happens far too frequently. Yeah, but that was like wild because when, when I was talking about it with my friends later, I was like, I could have just chosen to like have this like perfect night with this like perfect guy, mm-hmm. and that would be it. But I was like, no, I like, I'm seeing you in less than 24 hours and we're going to get to know each other. And it was unbearable. I couldn't even go into, I couldn't even let the night begin. Like the plan wasn't like walk the dog, then watch TV. It was like, I had met him early and it was like, no, actually saw the trailer. Don't need to watch the movie. Right. That's so, oh my God. I've been there when it's like the in the light of day sort of like oh <laughs> now i get who you are yeah. this is such a more i mean this is going to come off so superficial but it's my truth yeah. so it reminds me of like i mean probably many times throughout life that little things like that have happened but specifically i remember in college um i had met this guy that was in like a, a fraternity so and it was at a party where like they were all, all the guys in the fraternity were wearing like their shirts and all dressed the same and, you know, wearing their little whatever. And so 
I met him. He was cute or whatever, whatever. So we kind of made plans to like go to dinner together the next day or something like on campus, like dining hall, like, oh, let's just meet up, walk to dinner together, whatever, like just some casual dumb shit. And he shows up at my door and then just like wearing them like his normal clothes. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. He like had like a gold chain, like situation, you know, like one of them was just like, and again, no this is just my personal preference but I was like I was like oh no I don't know it was like everything about what he was wearing was just like I yep I see I get it and yeah. I've made a huge mistake yeah <laughs> you know yeah I mean? I mean like I part of me feels guilty because like he sent a text being like hey like I really felt like we had like a connection the other night and like I haven't heard from you and I was like am I the reason that like men have cold hearts and like don't want to open themselves up like romantically because like they've been crushed and they don't want to feel that again but I was like no he wrote fucking poetry talking about his heart being shattered so like I'm sure he can like be in touch with his feelings exactly he felt like he needed to do that right (laughs) right um this other ghosting thing that I was thinking about and it's like (laughs) not really about relationships but it's about being an actor I don't know if like you want me to give you some meta shit right now you know I do but um I watch Insecure I don't know if you watch love love Insecure I'm behind that actually reminds me I'll do that tonight I gotta catch up on like a couple episodes of the season yeah I don't want to spoil that's fine do it but there's an episode about like being ghosted okay and it's really really great she's so smart I'm like dying to meet her how Um, did she not get nominated for more Emmys like yes and I actually really loved that moment of her being on her phone when Betty White was getting like I didn't even watch the Emmys. Sorry, I know that's yeah, like, really no, bad of me. I didn't, I didn't either. Um, I had like work and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I loved. I was like reading one like weird thing piece about it being like this is like a metaphor for how like Issa is like waiting for like the old to go out and the new to be like ushered yeah. in. Like Issa yeah. like is doing amazing stuff. Yeah. And like instead we're honoring like Betty White, who's like cool, but like, we like right. Lisa Ray right. Insecure should have won. Yeah, 100% um, agree. So she has this episode about being ghosted and it's like um, she's doing like a voiceover and it's like over the course of like a few days. But she always has like um, the moment of her waking up and like immediately just checking her phone to see if like this guy has texted right. her. Um and as I was watching it, I was like, oh, my God, this is how I feel as an actor with, like, yes. auditions and stuff. Because, Such a good point. I mean, usually I completely forget about an audition. But if you get a callback, you know, if oh, you're yeah. told, like, oh, like, the producers oh, yeah. are, like, excited about you. We liked like, you. Yeah, you were very you're well liked. You're a finalist. Liked, you're like, <laughs> okay, so I'm getting it, you know? Yeah. You st- and and also there's this other thing of like if it's a really good part, you get attached to the role yeah. in a way that you can get attached to a person. Totally. Um, so instead of me rolling over in the morning checking to see if this guy had texted me, I'd roll over and see if my manager had emailed me. Yeah. You know, and be like, oh, well, you know what? Um, the production's not starting for. I know that it said it was starting in in January, but maybe it's actually been moved to March, which means that, like, you know, I could get hit up any time from right. now until then. Right. You just, like, make up these stories right. in your head. And, um, but yeah, I, you know, like, you, you really do grow attached to this role, and then you don't get closure because yeah. you never really get feedback of why you didn't get the part. Yeah, um, 100%. You just got to like let it go and that that was like what was really beautiful about the insecure scene is like at the end of the episode she kind of realizes that like 
this guy's not gonna hit her up. Like she, he had like posted an Instagram. Like he wasn't like in you know. Right. He wasn't like in trouble. He was right. Exactly. You're like, oh, he's alive. And you just have to like delete the phone number, delete the combo, and act like it never happened. <sighs> yes. Which is like the that's like the worst thing of ghosting is that, like yeah yeah. And that's a that's a good metaphor, like the whole audition thing, because I think like even in terms of yeah, I mean anything, going out for any job or like when I go out for like hosting stuff, that is even because I mean nine times out of ten you're just I'm just like being me, like yeah, I'm not you know right. it's just like here's Chelsea she's like, talking like, and then it are. really you feel like if they don't call you back or if like you thought you nailed it you're like oh they just yeah they were I was just literally being me right and wasn't working. For but it's like, you know? yeah, no, it's like they, they, they just wanted something else. Right. Not to say that you're that's not great, you know, but that's kind of like what's hard when you're dating yeah. is like knowing that because, right. um, when you get ghosted all the time, <laughs> which right. is just like the reality of our day and age, yep. um, you can think like, what, what am I doing? Am like, am I a crazy person because yeah. I like want to go on a second date when like, you know, the first date wasn't that incredible. Yeah. Um, right. That And most of mm-hmm. the time, yeah. How often have we been on dates that are, like, incredible, amazing, like, sweep us off our feet? I mean, sure, there's those ghosting stories, too. But most of the time, it just was like, no, that wasn't terrible. I'd see him again. Yeah. Yeah. Because and then they don't hit you up, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> That's what's hurt the most. Yeah. But then then you meet someone and you're like, oh, they actually do like me for exactly who I am. Right. You know? Right. So keep doing you, Chelsea. Oh my God. Tessa, you as well. <laughs> you're doing great. Thank you. You're killing it. I, I want, I feel compelled to say I'm so proud of you, which Thank is kind you. of a weird thing to say because this is our like second time meeting. No, but like, but we're I feel gonna, like we're going to hang out. You're like, well, let's do it. Let's go to weird clubs with velvet ropes and <laughs> m- meet like weird poets. I'm going to, yeah. You're going to let me into them. I'm going to let you into the ones that I know. I don't, you know, Perfect. that's the other thing is like, I grew up here, but I never went clubbing because I feel like a lot of the clubbing here is like for older, you know, yeah. like especially the ones around like NYU and stuff. Yeah. I feel bad because it's like these like older men like right. preying on like NYU totally. college kids. I know. Mm-hmm. I just feel my scene is like weird dive bar. Yeah. No. That's absolutely. like that's like way more my scene. Okay. Well, either way, we're gonna drink. Um, you are amazing. You're Thank amazing. you for coming to the city to do this. Yeah. Well, thank I'm you just for putting like up with construction about this because like <laughs> I want to maybe have a podcast in the future. Yes. Oh my god, you have to yeah. absolutely. Like a huge reason why I'm at school is to like write and produce and direct eventually. Totally. Um, because yeah, I think I just want a little bit more like of the creativity side of Absolutely. the industry. So and podcast is an easy way to do it. Yeah. Um, where can people stalk you in a, in a non-weird way yeah so i don't way. really use my twitter but i do use my instagram which is at tessa t-e-s-s-a period dot i don't know what you call it albertson a-l-b-e-r-t-s-o-n perfect so follow me and i'll follow you back Yay. <laughs> um you're the best also want to tell the listeners remind them that next month on Wednesday, October 10th at 10 p.m. Eastern, 10, 10, 10, me and Aaron are going to be doing our 100th episode Facebook Live. So follow us on Facebook or not follow us or like us. Do whatever happens (laughs) on Facebook. 
the ghosted stories facebook page um and yeah a lot of you guys have already been emailing stories and stuff we're kind of we're backlogged to read some of your stories but send us more so we have exciting. like we have we have unlimited time to fill on the facebook live as much as you guys it. send us we'll read so ghosted stories podcast at gmail.com send us your stories we'll read them your questions comments concerns about ghosting and dating um pictures of your cat always welcome also <laughs> so that's it. Tessa, thank you again. Oh my gosh, it was such a pleasure. You are a pleasure and a delight. And we will talk to you guys next week. Boo.